Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I want to play some clips from the podcast called The Get Real Podcast. Um, and Caroline Hobby hosts this podcast. It's real good. But Amber Smith is on, the wife of Granger Smith. And so I wanted to play some of these clips here. But I think, I think you'll like uh, Caroline's podcast. And so Amber talks about a lot of stuff, how her and Granger met on the set of his music video, which <laughs> I, think he, I think he found her on Facebook. <laughs> here, this is uh, clip one. So he found me on Facebook through the people you may know, like my picture popped up and he just randomly messaged me and said, Hey, I'm a, I'm a country music artist. Would you, would you like to come audition to be in my music video? And I was doing acting like small things, um, commercials and things like that. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go meet some random guy. Baller move. (laughs) Dang. Amber said their first kiss happened the first day they met on set. We worked together all day. We we had our first kiss that day. Yes. So our very first day of meeting was all filmed. Oh, my gosh. Was that yeah. first kiss natural? Was it awkward? Like, how'd it go? It wasn't It wasn't awkward. He said the first, we did it four times. He said the first two times <laughs> I was acting, and the second, the last two, it was real. Okay. That's funny. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Eddie and I did a music video for The Raging Idiots, the first one we ever did. Yep. And, um... We did it at CMT in their building, right? Yeah, in their office building. And we hired a girl, and I got to pick who it was. And she came up, and then we probably did that a couple extra times, too. <laughs> yeah, Not we. Eddie didn't kiss her. Only <laughs> no. I did. And it, yeah, I probably would have done it a couple more times, but I had to, like, crawl on my knees across a boardroom table, and it hurt my knees. But I'd probably done, like, ten of them. Awkward. That process is pretty interesting. Like, you really just get to pick whoever you want. They're like, here's a bunch of models. Who would you like to be the girl? And so then you pick the type of girl you want. And I was super single at the time. Um, it turns out she wasn't. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She wasn't. I don't I don't even know who she is now. Do you? I think I follow her on something, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, yeah, they just go, here's a list of girls. And they'll be in your music video. Just pay them and they'll show up and kiss you. <laughs> Very unrealistic situation. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of wild. And then we did. Yeah. And... You know, it's kind of awkward at first. You're like, I didn't know. About third time, you're all in, baby. You're, <laughs> you're like an uh, Oscar-winning actor like, at that point. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Amber, this is. by the way, check out this podcast. Again, it's called the Get Real Podcast with Caroline Hobby. Uh, Amber talks about Granger's alter ego, Earl Dibbles Jr. It's been such a creative release for him because Earl doesn't care. care. Earl says what he wants. He sings what he wants. He's guns and shooting and you know he's just the country boy so that is you know Granger's a little more buttoned up and so that is his time to just release everything on stage and it's it's just a fun creative release for him they did talk about the passing of their son river and how she and granger are closer than they've ever been we're closer than we've ever been you know obviously going through something like this it's it could either put a wedge in between you and force you apart or it can bring you closer and thankfully for us you know, the day we left the hospital, we looked at each other and we said, we're still a family. We're going to go home. We're not going to let anything tear our family apart. And check out the podcast. It's, it's great. This episode's great. The podcast is great. It's called Get Real with Caroline Hobby and Amber Smith is the guest, uh, Granger's wife. Granger, you'll know from uh, Backroad Song, Price Biggest Song. Got a bunch, but one time we played a show with Granger in Kansas and you, it was a festival. So... <laughs> We were next to last, and Granger was last. And there were these bugs. It was like the cicadas were attacking. Yeah. And they were everywhere. And we were like, man, we're, we're trying to play, and they were just flying through our faces and stuff. 
And at one point, I was like, hey, let's just play Free Fallen and get out of here. Like, it is the end of the show. We wanted to play, like, a song the crowd knew. Because you know us. We have some songs people know, but a lot of our songs are funny. And they're meant for jokes and not sing along. So we try to balance out festival shows. Like, when we're doing stage stuff in a theater. We play funny stuff. You're there to laugh. But a big festival crowd, they're not, you're not sitting there waiting for laughs. Sing-alongs. Yeah, so we were like, let's play Free Fallen and get out of here. So, and Nikita Carmen comes up. She was in the band at the time, and she's like, He's a good boy. <laughs> Nails, right? The crowd's like, yeah. So we pack up. We didn't talk to Granger right then. We saw him earlier in the day, and then we we're going to say hi after the show because bands are going on stage, bands are coming off. Well, we got all our crap packed up. We're in the vans, about to drive out of there and go to our hotel. And then we hear, and they start doing free falling. We broke the cardinal rule of playing a song the band was going to play after us. Can't do that. It was Granger. Oh, and so they were I, starting mm, it. And I texted him. I was like, dude, we play Free Fallen. Sorry about that. My bad. We, we, yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. So, so you know, you want to avoid the crowd being like, we already heard that yeah. song. So the crowd's like, we already did it, man. <laughs> but that was, that's the last time we played with but Granger. But we don't huh? know what we we're doing. Know what but yeah. mostly if you're playing a real show, you make sure you're not doing anything the artist yeah. And I think we were co-headlining, so we didn't compare notes. We also did back road song. We also did, we did all. <laughs> it's part of a little <laughs> mashup. We do a whole stuff. Granger set. Yeah. But we do. What's funny is. Yeah, we do. We do this whole mashup and back road song is one of the songs in the mm-hmm. mashup. And I think we still did it that night. Did we? Yeah. Oh, so disrespectful. I don't think that was though. That was like more one of them up. <laughs> more like the shout out. This is what yeah. to come. Because it wasn't the whole song. We just, there's just a part of it where it goes, ooh, ooh. I mean, that was a long-running joke for us, too. Like, if we were opening up for Luke Bryan, like, should we sing uh, That's My Kind of Night? <laughs> One time we were in Michigan playing Faster Horses, and oh, we, we were playing, like, a 4.30 p.m. slot. So not a daytime slot, but, like, the third slot. There's big, maybe, like, 5.30. But we're playing a prominent spot, but not so prominent. And Luke was playing at the end of the night at this festival. He's a big headliner of the whole festival. Same stage we were on. And so Eddie and I go out, and this is our tracksuit days before we went to 50 Sweaters. And we're out, and we're, we're playing, and the crowd's liking it. And we kind of hit a high note. We were rocking it. I mean, the crowd was into it. The crowd's just randomly <sighs> just cheering they for us. Nuts. They were going nuts. And I was like, hey, like, man, I don't know what we're doing, but we just keep doing it. Yeah. Right? We're just crushing we it. We got him, Amy, at like, that Like, I mean, their fists were in the air. They just were waving around like they just didn't care. Then I looked back, and Luke had come to watch our set, but he was <laughs> – a little bit in on the stage where you could see him. He didn't know you could see him. And so the crowd sees Luke Bryan up the watching, and they're just cheering for him the whole time. And we're really feeling ourselves. We're like, man, we're rocking this place. Bobby and I look at each other like, yes, dude, we're doing it. And then that we look Luke. back and Luke's like, hey, man. He's like, I didn't know I was on the stage. <laughs> That's funny. That was so, funny. That was a fun one. Uh, Pre-corona, those were the days. <laughs> we used to play shows. They Dang. were fun. Uh, Amy has a mailbag you want to read? Uh, yeah. Mail, uh, email from a mailbag. Raymond, do you have a mailbag clip? Here we go. Bobby's mailbag. So her name's Rachel, and she said, I absolutely love the Bobby Bone Show. I live in Missouri, and I have the option between a personalized license plate that says either B Team one, because B Team is taken, or B Teamer, like with an R. I can't decide, and I'm too nervous to call into the show. Could I get your thoughts? B team slash one. It's awesome. Yeah, or B B-team. team and then the an R right after the M for B team or like a B teamer. First of all, this is my camera. Yeah, that one right there. Thank you. <laughs> you may be watching this right now. The fact that you would take your license plate and represent us. Not just the show, but us. All of us listening, watching, we're all in the B team together. 
I would say B-teamer. What What about? If you have the one, uh, people can think that you have multiple cars that are like personal license plates. But if you do so that B-team, could be the one. But if you do B-team three. <laughs> then they think you have three one cars. Two, right. <laughs> well, I would say B-teamer, are you? I like the way B-teamer looks because you get rid of the dash one. Mm. So, yeah, I'm I'm B-teamer. Mm. You B-teamer. guys? B-teamer. It just sounds better. B-team one, doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue as easy either. Okay, okay, what's her name again? Rachel. Rachel, we appreciate you. Go with B-teamer if it's an option. Take a picture, send it to us. But then we can track where she lives. We just type in the database. B-teamer. <laughs> it's like a Ferrari. Everything about her. Yeah. All right, there you go. Um, that's what's up. We're done with the post-show uh, let's let's get into the real show. Thank you guys for hanging out. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hope your Wednesday is starting off good. Read a story about American Airlines. Say, uh, a passenger saying they're not enforcing their own mask policy. And the guy who was in the article said if he had known his seatmate wouldn't have worn a mask or have been required to wear a mask, he would have never got on the airplane. And that I can agree with. I don't want to get in a tube where everybody's juices are floating around in the air if we're not kind of covering our faces a little bit. So the guy was in self-quarantine 55 days. He goes, I have to fly to Texas. I got to be with my son. And he knew that the rules had been in play where you have to wear a mask. He got on the plane and nobody was wearing a mask. And the person next to him wasn't wearing a mask. Quote, American Airlines mask policy specifies that those who are eating or drinking, you have you have an exception for the mask. Otherwise, it's got to be on. But it was like people weren't wearing them. When Kayla, my girlfriend, was flying, I don't want to say what airlines, there were people next to her with no masks on. She goes, I think it was 70-30 masks. I think that's what she said. So there were a lot of people that weren't wearing masks. And again, I saw in the news that they're saying, okay, now we'll kick you off a flight. They're now, because this has become a story, I think a few of the airlines are going, hey, we you don't wear a mask, we won't let you on the flight. Just in time for my travel. I appreciate it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I will be wearing a mask the entire time. You know, I tell you, I went and I got a juice yesterday for lunch. Went to the juice place. Got me a little quinoa bowl with a little protein. Got something called the Doc, which is a pretty green juice, but I like a little fruit in my smoothie. And I walk in and they say, nobody comes in without a mask. A mask. Now, again, I don't feel like I have to wear a mask. I should. I do, though. I, I feel like if I got it, I'll be like, ah, uh, Okay. But I don't wear a mask for me. So I put the mask on. If I go inside somewhere, I put the mask on. And yesterday, I think I, it was a do-rag. Do you call them a do-rag? Yeah. Bandana? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so I wrap it on my face and I walk in. And I look over and there's two people not wearing masks in there. There are two people with masks, me and somebody else, and two people without. And it was like, do you not care about me? Because I care about you. I'm not wearing this for my health. I'm wearing this for your health. Also, did you did they see the sign? Did you ask them? Did you see the sign? No, I didn't ask them. <laughs> That's a weird place to be. <laughs> I take the sign and pull it in front of them. <laughs> did you see this? I don't want to be that person. I want to be mask enforcer. Yeah. But again, I feel like a dope wearing a mask, but I do it anyway because I think that I should for other folks. Not for me, but for other people, I feel like I should. So I do. Keep two in my car, and then I have a Robin Bank mask, which oh. is what I was wearing yesterday. <laughs> so I feel like I do kind of like putting that one on. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about the world was ending and uh, on the post show. And I was like, man, because I've never done a legal drug. And I was like, man, it, it'd be time. Like if I knew the world was ending and a meteor was coming for us, I'd probably try that stuff. But then I thought I probably want to rob a bank too. I was thinking of all oh, the stuff I want to do because I want to do it now. 
Oh, I don't want to rob a bank. Wouldn't it be crazy to see if you get away with it, though? <laughs> That'd be cool. If you know the world was ending. Oh, I don't want to put fear in other people. Like, when you're robbing, the people working would be so scared. Yeah, I mean, I get scared all the time. I was driving yesterday, and it's two lanes going each way, and there was this big old garbage truck flying. And I'm on the inside lane. He's on the inside lane. Go both directions. I swear we missed about like eight inches. Oh, whoa. I mean, it was a whoa right by. And I was like, dang. So I got a little scared too. Sometimes you just get scared, Amy. Okay. <laughs> That's my whole point. Sometimes life is just scary. I'm like, I would sit at home and maybe have a cookout and play games and bond with family. Not me. I'm and trying Bobby's to chase that like, adrenaline, baby. I'm going to do heroin and rob a bank. And I'm like, what? Because you can do all that right now. Well, I should. Yeah, do you it should. more, but yeah. that's what that's. I want to. I'm never going to rob a bank or do illegal drugs, unless the world's ending, and then I want to just know what, what, why it's so great. Why does everybody do it? Yeah, no, I mean I get it. All right, well we're here, ready to start the show. <laughs> Honest podcast at thesnide.com. This celebrity wedding planner named Mikey Russo was telling anybody that's planning a wedding in 2020 or 2021 to have wedding insurance. Raymundo, I was thinking about you because you're having a wedding in October of this year. Have you heard about this yet? Uh, I've heard of other couples that get screwed with the venues because the venues won't give you your money back, but ours, luckily, is on somebody's property. It's like it's not a venue anybody else rents out, so we'll, we never even had to pay for it. Okay. Well, that's what he says. First of all, with the financial impact of the pandemic, there's a growing chance your wedding halls and or vendors could go bankrupt. And if they do, you'll lose your deposit because the thing about going bankrupt is you don't owe people any money anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody goes bankrupt, like, if I had to declare bankruptcy, all my debts, I don't have to pay them anymore. Well, Can't get any credit after that, but... Our photographer, we already used her for the engagement picks. We're using her up, so I, I, even if she files for bankruptcy, we've already gotten a good amount of work from her. If, for example, if your limo driver doesn't show up and you book a limo for your wedding, and they say, hey, we're not in business anymore, you have to buy another car. It's like three times the price because it's the day of. Like, if you don't have insurance, you have to pay all that. Um... Just a lot, but you're not doing wedding insurance in any way? You don't need it? No. Uh, her father's forking over all the money for all this stuff. Um, Dang. Heck yeah. And, and I believe he's pretty confident in the stuff that he did. I think maybe the SUV company, It's there's a relationship there. So they don't. They wouldn't screw us. Um, the reception the day before is all paid. Like, that was comped. They did it for free. So you're, Where are you having, like, the rehearsal dinner? Yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Your fiance's dad is paying for the whole wedding? Yeah. A to Z. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my parents are in control of the honeymoon, so we're trying to run that bill up to like 10K. But, uh, <laughs> but that's really their only fee. Wow. Their only fee. <laughs> because they have to do the what is the reception dinner before, but that was already covered. So there was no anything for they had to, for them to pay. How's the wedding song coming that you wrote for your, your fiancé? It's coming along awesome. I, I, we really need to get in the studio and actually record the thing. What do you mean? So Eric Dodd, he's the singer. He wants to know if the Raging Idiots want to get in bed with the team vacation and we do the song together. We get in the studio together. So he wants Eddie and I to come and be the Raging Idiots and sing on your wedding song. Yeah! No, it's a question. No, I was literally asking a question. (laughs) He's saying yes, that's the question. Oh, that's his answer. What do you want from us to do? Just because you guys are singers in the chorus and then maybe I just do the, the slow rap part and it'd be a beautiful song. Did you change that third verse out for a bridge like I suggested? Yep. Nice. I got songwriting credit too now. There you're in. Dang. Word for a third. Where are we? Where's the studio we're going? Uh, that's up to you guys. Uh, do you guys have... 
<laughs> so that's why Bones, this is why he wants us in on it. No, honestly, Eric Dodd's split from his publishers, so we don't have a spot right now. Um, but we can always Craigslist it. Everybody's always looking for work. Unless you guys have a home studio you want to offer home up. Studio. I don't have a recording studio. We're in studio. it right now. I have a radio studio. I don't have a recording studio. <laughs> if you need us to do the We Are The World version of your wedding song yeah. that you wrote for your fiance, mm -hmm. we'd be happy to sing on it. Yes! I think it'd be very special. And then also at the wedding, I hope we can perform it all together. <laughs> Not, I don't think you should do it in the actual wedding. I Post -wedding. think you should at the do reception. it at the reception. Okay. Okay. Can but you that's imagine? It. That, that, Ray, we can't sing any more of our songs, though. Just that one. Yeah, we're not doing Target song. Right. We're not doing Namaste. Namaste, no way. You know, don't be like, Bobby, you have your guitar already here. <laughs> Give a couple to the crowd. Well, you know? uh, groomsmen and then also the bridesmaids, some of them are musicians, so we already have the music covered, honestly. Oh, that's right, that's right. Do you know what will be fun at the at the yes. If you have like a bunch of instruments set up on a stage, and since everybody are they are musicians, just let people play songs and turn it to like a fun. That would be especially if you have oh. enough musicians. You mean like a jam session? Yes. I'm like in. if you have drummer, like if you have somebody who plays the drums, you obviously have guitar players, and like and that would be fun. And okay. Gonna be there. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Bay about that. She'll probably love that idea. Do you have somebody that plays the? I mean, listen, Eddie can play the drums. I can play the drums. Eddie can play the drums. Invite no. Chris Jansen. He can play the drums. He plays a little fast. <laughs> we played a show with Chris Jansen once. He played drums for us. The guy was on Mountain Dew. Like, ah! That's what we're having to play all of our songs Dew. double speed. We're like, ah! <laughs> that buy me a boat guy flies yeah, on the drums. We did that in 30 seconds. If we did a two-minute 30-second song in 30 seconds. Ray, that would be fun, though, if you set up a stage and let people come up and play, and you get together and everybody play songs. That's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Well, it's a good heads up. Anything else on the wedding we need to know about? It's about it for now. Okay, thanks for the update. Uh, save the dates are coming, guys. Check your mailboxes. Okay. Oh, I still haven't got fitted for my suit yet. It's fine. You still got some weeks. Anybody else? No. No. Nope. All right. Well. I, I went with Eric Dodd. I offered you guys to come too, but nobody took me up on it, so. I don't know what that means. I wanted us all to go to the suit place together. Maybe we have a couple drinks and everybody tries on their suits and stuff, but. Are you trying to get us drunk and naked? <laughs> What's happening right now? Isn't that right what now? the bridesmaids do? I didn't know the guys I did thought it. the groomsmen could do it as well. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the update, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Morgan number two. She has a special breakfast food world for us. All right, here we go. It's time for Food World, num num num, with Morgan number two. It's not breakfast, is it? It's not breakfast. I knew when I said that, I was, I was probably wrong. I was, I was one, I had a one in three shot, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Sure. Yeah. What is this one? <laughs> well, Arby's has officially dropped sweet potato waffle fries. They first appeared back in 2019 as like a test, but now they are everywhere nationwide for a limited time. And if you want to get a large sweet potato waffle fry, it's about the same calorie count as about two slices of pizza. So, huh. one fry? No, a, a large container. Oh, I was going to say, how do they do that? <laughs> no, not just one fry. <laughs> so, hold on. You're saying one order of sweet potato waffle fries equal to two pieces of pizza? A large one, yes. If you want to do a small, you're about one slice of pizza. I would totally have the pizza over any fry, though. For sure. Right? I don't Two think there, slices, I yes. don't think there's a, even one slice. I don't think there's a single fry that even the best fry is not mm. as good as a medium-ish piece of pizza. That's true. Oh, mm -mm. oh not me. <laughs> nope. I choose waffle fry from really? Chipotle all day. Yeah. All right. That was Food World with Morgan number two. Nom, nom, nom. Arby's in the news a lot. I mean, twice in the past two or three weeks. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard about Arby's in a while. Um, Lunchbox went to Arby's. And he went through the Arby's drive-thru, not to order food, but to get these bags, because we saw on TikTok, they said they hold 25 pounds. So he asked the guy if what he saw on the internet is true. Here you go. Thank you, Oh, yeah, I'm not here for the food. I'm here for the bags. 
We got the bags. Yeah, is it true that your bags can hold 25 pounds? Yes, sir. You're serious. 25 pound bag. Man, I saw it on the internet and I heard it on the Bobby Bone Show and I was like, there is no way Arby's bags hold 25 pounds and you're telling me they do? Yes, sir. So if I drop a 25 pound weight into the bag, it's just going to hold it? I'm not sure. I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> I think they're speaking on the weight of the sandwiches. I- I'm coming up there because I just want two bags. That's I, okay. I want to try this. All right. Is that cool? Yes, sir. Come on right. All right, so I have... Lunchbox got these bags. Here's one bag. So they're just little brown bags. I mean, to me, there's no way that looks like it's going to hold that huge dumbbell. All right, Lunchbox, come on over. You you pull the trick off here. I don't know. It might. It's a thin brown bag, but what we have is a 20-pound. Let's put the 20-pound uh, weight in first. We have a 20-pound dumbbell. Watch your foot. Oh, yeah, be careful. Oh, smart. There we go. The 20-pound weight is in the little brown bag. Just lift the bag up. Oh, lift the bag up. Oh, no. Just lift it. You're being awfully delicate with it. I'm, it's up. Did it start ripping? No, On I, the I, side. I, I he ripped, ripped side. it with oh, Okay. And then let's put in the uh, five-pound weight. Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't know that there's room, but. Oh, there's room. Riveting radio here. We're weighing a bag. <laughs> here we go. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on, put in the other one, I'm though. I'm going to try the other bag. <laughs> because he ripped the side. Correct. That that could have affected it. Maybe do you, should you hold it open and we drop it in? Okay. Well, if you drop it, then that will really rip, right? Let's set it in. Okay. Okay. All right, we're testing out the bag here. First bag, unsuccessful, but. <laughs> okay, Amy is now putting the 20-pound the weight in the bag. Don't drop okay. it, Amy. I'm nervous. Okay. Okay, it does hold 20 pounds. That's amazing. No, 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 I, no, I got to no, open it up more. You had it oh, I was just going to lay it on top. Now we're going to oh, put the, the next top. five pounds. Oh, oh, no. It's not. Oh, <laughs> lift it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's still it holding. holding. Amy, it's put the other weight in there. It's going to drop. Go ahead. If it drops, it drops. Here we go. If it drops. <laughs> she can't balance it. Hold it in. Okay. Okay. Lift it up. Lift it up, Lunchbox. Three. Guys, that's it's pretty amazing. I mean, the bottom is pretty ripped. The bottom is pretty ripped, guys. Yeah, but the only reason why it's ripping is when you. I'm gonna go with a no. No, it doesn't hold. I'm gonna go with it doesn't hold. It's a cute idea, but I'm gonna say no, it doesn't hold. It sure holds twenty. Now Amy's doing curls. Does it say on the bag that it holds it? Yeah, if you look at the bottom, it says 25 pounds. I mean, probably sandwiches because they're soft. Like the weight, the the you mean these bags aren't meant for dumbbells? <laughs> what the crap? Like, right. I think it does. I'm going to go with a no. You're going to go with a yes. I go with a yes. I believe you, Arby's. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. CMA announced CMA Best of Fest. It will be hosted by Luke Bryan and will include 25 performances from the last 16 years of CMA Fest. Plus, Jim Gaffigan, Rita Wilson, and Bobby Bones will make special appearances. The show airs July 9th on ABC. Luke Combs is one of the songwriters on Carly Pierce and Lee Bryce's song, I Hope You're Happy Now. In honor of the song going number one and it being his first number one as a songwriter, he shared a cover of it.
Church announced to his fan club members that a new single will be out soon. He told them it's going to be the tip of the spear for what's coming after, and it's a big spear. I believe it's the best we've ever been in our career. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A group of strangers came together to rescue a dog in distress near hiking trails in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They were up in, hope I say this right, the Sandia Mountains. Cynthia Kalia was hiking when she heard the dog's cries. And then she spotted a big old fluffy white dog at the bottom of a ravine. She said the dog was shaking and panting and was lying on the dog's side. So she was like, this ain't right. So she runs over to help the dog. She called 911. But the calls wouldn't go through because they were somewhere where there wasn't a lot of signal. Then the dog's owner arrived carrying a bucket and jugs of water. Neither of them, there were two of them now, they couldn't lift the 90-pound dog. So she sets off on the trail, and she comes across this guy named Jason, who's a marathoner. And thank God he was in good shape. He carried the dog with them back up the trail, and another couple saw them as well. And it's like five people carrying this 90-pound dog. So this guy, Jason Bullisman, carried the dog over his shoulder most of the ways. They got it on the dog owner's truck. They drove it in. The dog's okay now. But it took basically five people to wow. save this big old dog. 90-pound dog. It's a pretty heavy dog. Yeah. Big dog. I'm going to, by the way, this is a great story. And I, I love that everybody came together to help this dog. I'm a big dog guy. Uh, I'm going to throw my back out lifting my dog. <laughs> How much does he weigh now? <laughs> I know, five million pounds. I don't know, but he expects to be carried because uh. he has a spot that he goes to sleep. He has his own room. And so I take him in his room. I'm like, hey, let's go. But he just wants to be carried to his room. But now he's just... Ugh, that's me every <laughs> Wait, so how does he expect to be carried? Is that something you just started and now he just like sits there and won't move until you carry him? <laughs> I'll grab that's his crazy. collar and I'll be like, come on, he'll, and he won't move and he'll just you can he does dead weight too. Where if you start to pull him, he'll just go, you know, you know how you make yourself heavier? Yeah. yeah. And you just go, <laughs> he'll do that. But he as a puppy, I would always just pick him up yeah. and carry him with my hands, but he's gotten so much bigger. Then now it's like He's a trip. Yeah, he's thick. <laughs> he is thick. So, uh, shout out to everybody who helped save this dog. We love dogs on this show. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from New York. A man was at a golf course, and the beverage girl gets out and runs in the clubhouse. He's like, man, I've always wanted to drive the beverage cart. So he jumps in and drives it home. <laughs> oh, he didn't drive it around. He went home with it. Yeah, yeah. He left parking lot, went a few blocks into an apartment complex where he was arrested. Did he oh, take dang. any beverages? I used to work maintenance on a golf course, and I often wished I was a young pretty girl to make all that tip money. Oh, yeah. They do get tipped a lot. Because I didn't get tipped crap. I was out grinding in the weeds. Weed eating, ditch, sand ra- Oh, miserable job. Mowing greens right when the sun came up. You should have petitioned for that. Oh. Could you have... Uh, Interviewed for the job? No. <laughs> no one's going to buy beer no from one's gonna a dude. Yeah, no one's going to buy beer from a dude. <laughs> no. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Time for drive through trivia. Lunchbox, what'd you do? Just went to different drive throughs in my neighborhood, fast food restaurants, and I just interviewed the people like they were on a game show, and then I asked them a trivia question. Very easy trivia question. So what we're going to do, Amy, is gamble to see if they get it right or wrong. Okay. They missed some of these, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay. Here we go. Number one. How are you doing today? I'm feeling pretty good right now. What makes you feel so good? His name is Jesus. Oh, <laughs> he just gets down in your soul or what? <laughs> Set it on fire, baby. Walks and talks to you. 
who was the winner of season one of American Idol? All right, now you can have the first answer. And we're going to be gambling. How much a question? 20 bucks a question? Wow. Okay. We don't keep we don't keep it if we win, we donate it. It's amazing. 20 bucks for the first question. You get to have control. Does she get it right or not? Now, he asked her who won the first season of American Idol. The answer is obviously Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. But it's if she gets it. Yes or no, Amy? I don't think she does. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think she does. There's been so many since then. It's going to be hard. So I say no. So you say no. Okay, mm-hmm. so that means I have yes. I c- Get that Kelly Clarkson. Here we go. Ruben Stoddard. Who? Ruben Stoddard. Oh, he was in season two. Dang. Dang. Okay, I lost 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, man. All right, here we go. Question number two. How's it going, man? It's going all right. I'm working, you know? What are your three best qualities as a human being? Kind, funny, and generous. Oh. All right, that's what I'm talking about. And what's your favorite TV show? Community. Who invented the light bulb? So I get to decide. The answer is Thomas Edison. Why didn't you say that with me? You said I get to decide. Yeah, but last time I said the answer is and we did Kelly Clarkson. Oh, sorry. Did you I know, know it was Thomas Edison? Of course. <laughs> of course. Mm. Oh, uh, my gosh. Easy gonna, trivia me. I would get that. I'm going to say the guy gets it for 20 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to say he gets Thomas Edison. All right, here we go. Is this, if this is going to be a Thomas Edison debate, I'm going to get real mad. Yeah. I'm going with Thomas Edison. Boom. Back <laughs> oh, so to even. There you go. There's a debate. Do you guys have a debate before? No, I guess there's a debate on really who invented the light bulb. I don't know. All right, next up, question three. Thank you for choosing Five Bites. How can I help you? How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Three best characteristics about you are. Um, I have a wonderful smile. I love to help people. I don't know. That's. I think that's about it. I got two. If you could travel anywhere in the world, you could go anywhere you wanted to go, where would you go? Scotland. Um, I just like castles and things. I wish I was born in the Renaissance age. What's the fastest land animal in the world? I wonder what they're thinking. Like, why is this guy asking me <laughs> questions about me and then trivia? Yeah. Like, both are weird things to happen, especially at the same time. Uh, okay, you want me to answer land, it? It'll be... We'll let's answer it together. One, two, three. Cheetah. Good. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you say it with me? Buns didn't answer. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. Okay, well, so I knew how to say But is she going to get it right is the question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just feel like, yeah, Cheetah's the first thing that comes to people's mind. What else is she going to say? Like, what else would you say? Hmm. Give me another. An ostrich? Well, they're pretty nah. fast. Right. I just don't think I, that's what tiger. people say Tigers. first. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to say she gets it right. She says Cheetah. Yeah. For $20. All right. Um, a cougar. Boom. She meant <laughs> cheetah. <laughs> no, not she meant. She did, though. Uh-huh. You know she did. Mm-mm. All right, over to me. Next question. What makes you so awesome? Because that's just us. Is that... good people like you coming through here, we always awesome. <laughs> what is it about your personality that everybody loves? Because you got a great personality. I don't know. I guess I just ain't got nothing to frown about, darling. What like makes you smile? My granny always say, kill them with kindness. That's my motto. I'm going to kill you with kindness. Monica, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. What makes you smile? Like Money. I'm making money. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the snowman in the movie Frozen? All right, it's up to me now. <sighs> you know this? Yeah, it's Olaf. I've never seen Frozen, though. 
And I, I wouldn't know it if it wasn't for answering questions about it on this show. I'm going to say that she gets it for 20 bucks. If I get it right, we're back to even. It's zero. I'm going to say she no, gets it. You, no, you're up 20. Oh, if I get it wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. You. <laughs> Feeling good. Let me hit Siri on that. No, no, no. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't. I haven't watched Frozen. Mm, so no answer. So we're back to even. Yep. One more question. Do it 50 bucks? Yeah, why not? Okay. Uh, How's it going? Uh, it's good. What do you do when you're not working? Exercise. What kind of exercise? Lift weights? Run? What do we do? Uh, I, I can't lift weights right now, but I'm just uh, like a home workout and cardio. What are you getting in shape for? Um, football. Oh, what position you play? Linebacker. What grade are you in? I'm going to be a senior this year. How many inches are in one foot? Well, he should nail that one, <laughs> and Amy gets that easy question. It's 12. Well, yeah, but does he get it? <laughs> yes. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. If if he doesn't, I win. If he does, you win. Okay. All right, go ahead. Um, 12. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> wow, I worry that a sec. All right. I Follow with your dollars. I owe me 50 bucks. I'll donate. Where do you mean donate it? Um, you want to think about it? Yeah, let me think about it, and I'll get back to you. Hmm. So many places you could send it. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> All right, we done? Yeah. All right, Amy wins $50. Uh, nice job, Lunchbox. That is drive through trivia. There you go. Here is Ollie that called into the show. Hey, so I got a question for Raymundo since he's about to be getting married. Me and my girlfriend, we were talking about our wedding songs, and my song to her is Jesse McCartney, Beautiful Soul. And I told her, you know what, I, she was making fun of me. And I said, I guarantee it, Raymundo loves this song. So my question is, Raymundo, do you love Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney? Yeah! All right. uh, <laughs> Let me hear this, Raymundo, Beautiful Soul. Here you go. I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone. I don't want my love to be a I want you and your so good. What do you think about that, Raimundo? It's a good song. Good pick, my man. Would you pick it for your wedding? No, it's a little too poppy. I, I want something that really pulls at the heartstrings a little bit. And so we, we went with Lover, Taylor Swift. For first for, dance? Yeah. Oh, this is breaking news right here? Yeah, we did that a while ago. Lover. Oh, you, you decided on this song? Yeah. I guess what you haven't decided on is your mom. Correct. Oh, got it. What, just dance to the song with your mom, too. <laughs> lover. That was lover. That won't be weird. All right, hey, thank you for the call. Call us anytime. Leave a voicemail if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. All right, these are all unpopular opinions. Tell me if you agree with any of these, okay? Okay. Cold weather is better than warm weather. I, oh, you have to think about it? Yes, because when I'm so hot, there's nothing I can really do about it. But in cold weather, you can add tons of layers and be warm. But in hot weather, it's just awesome. Mm. You didn't factor that in. <laughs> yeah, but I, di- I disagree about uh, it being awesome. Wow. Yeah, I so know. So you're, you're an unpopular opinion person. I guess so. Man, I love hot weather. I can take summer. Oh, I can take 100 degrees every day for a year better than a half of the year being 30. Yeah, because cold hurts. Yeah, cold's like, oh. I like hot. Okay. I can get into hot. Okay, wow. Look at you. 
Okay, unpopular opinion. Nickelback is actually a pretty good band. <laughs> I think that they're good. Me too. Yeah. That's an unpopular opinion. It's yeah. Not bad. All right, the next one. The show Friends is overrated. Oh, no, no. I don't agree with that. I like Friends a lot. I love Friends, but I do think it's a little overrated. Not in my mind. But it can be awesome and still be overrated. You know what I'm watching a little bit more of now when I get ready and stuff and I'm back on the office again? Yeah. And then I have laughed out loud more the last few days that I've had it on. What's I guess I'm on the season where Jim and Pam get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Michael Scott, I mean, regardless of the wedding stuff, that's all amazing. Like He's hilarious in this season. Well, you have to get through season one to really start loving The Office. Anyone that's like, I'm finally going to start The Office. You watch season one, you're like... Huh. (laughs) Season two is where it really starts to get good. But then once you watch it all the way through and you watch the season one again, you love it even more. You love season one even more. But also there's stuff that they talk about and that I laugh about that is not, would not fly. Yeah, it's inappropriate. When I'm laughing, I'm like, why are you laughing? And then I'm like, how did they put this on TV? (laughs) Uh, Tomatoes are bad and ruined sandwiches. Oh, I don't want a tomato on a sandwich. Really? Yeah, do you? I like, uh, I, don't, I guess I don't really feel either way. I like tomatoes. No, though. I don't want a tomato on a sandwich or a burger or anything. Uh, orange juice is better with pulp. Yeah. yeah me too. We're, we, got, we agree with a lot of these unpopular opinions. Making the bed is a pointless chore. Oh, I disagree with that. It's very important. I've added it to my life the last couple of years, and I like it. I feel better. Life is better. You know, I just make it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I don't That's really care weird. I feel like you would be a bed maker. Of I mean, all I do the- sometimes, but not really. You know what I do? Here's the thing. I don't move around a lot when I sleep. Now, Caitlin's um, in the bed too now. It's a different game. But I don't move a lot. So all, all I have to do basically is take the corner of the, the comforter and move it up and the bed was made. Oh, is she easy. a bed maker? Yeah. Somehow the bed gets made. I'm not sure, so I'm <laughs> going to say yes. But I would say I slept. I have a, like a king-size bed and I'm going to sleep on the very edge of it by myself. I would not mess up the sheets or the comforter. So when I get out, I would just pull it up. So I, I guess I did make my bed, but it didn't feel like really anything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The letter Q isn't necessary and should be removed from the alphabet. I have not spent any time thinking about that. Well, we both have a lot of unpopular opinions we agree with here. Yeah. It, yours are all fine, except for the cold weather is better than We've warm weather. We've never been super popular. No, no, we're still not. Oh. <laughs> we're still not super popular. I meant, that's what I said. We've never been. Were you pretty popular in school? Be honest. I hung out with popular people, I think, but I don't know that I would classify myself as popular. Were you popular? <laughs> popular kids didn't talk to me. Popular kids beat me up. Uh, <laughs> no, not in any way. I had to make friends at other schools because they didn't know how unpopular I was at <laughs> oh, my own school. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Because I would be, I live a different life out there. I'd go work a job in a different school district and be like, yeah, my school, I'm popular. So <laughs> They didn't know the difference. They didn't know. They thought I was, they were hanging out with the coolest guy from Mountain Pine. Yeah. Little did they know if they went to my school, I was just the guy that got beat up and the head stuck in the toilet. Yeah. But, I hate uh, that. Uh, no, no, don't feel bad because I'm here because of that. I know. That's you right. persevered. Right. I mean, it made you who you are, but still not cool. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Lady A, the country band, reached out to a blues singer, Lady A, who's been performing and put out records under that name for the last 20 years. So obviously last week when they made the name switch, Lady A, the blues singer was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> hello. Uh, but they got on a Zoom meeting together or whatever, they were online, and they posted a picture and they said that they had a really great talk. It was transparent, honest, some 
authentic conversations were had and they're moving forward in the right direction. And I guess they're going to get to be Lady A with her permission. Well, I think they're all Lady A now. Right. She's going to keep using it, but they get to use it and they're just going to do their thing. Well, well, my advice would be was is to pay her a little bit of money. Uh huh. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. I don't know, but maybe they did. Like pay her a little money. It said they're moving forward. I don't think that's her main job. I think she's also she also has a like a good normal person job. And then she moonlights as Lady A. Or, but I don't think that's like her main thing. So I mean, listen. I'd love to be paid somebody to go. A little bit of cash. If someone (laughs) suddenly was like, I'm changing my name to Bobby Bones. Well, Brian Seacrest was like, I'm changing my name to Bobby Bones. I'd be like, (laughs) for 50 mil, you can. (laughs) I'll be Bobby Boner. I'll I'll switch one letter. We have a hook of the other Lady A. Oh, let me hear. Yeah. If anybody asks you about Lady A, honey, you tell them she's doing just fine. She write this about this controversy or no? (laughs) Woke up this morning, sunlight in my eyes. Pretty good. Okay. Smell the coffee, know it's time to rise. I sang hard all week, now I'm ready for the weekend. They should do a song with her. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they should do a song with her, or if it was award show season, they were playing together, they bring her out. So would it be like Lady good A idea. featuring Lady A? Yeah, then yeah. everybody's yeah. confused. <laughs> everybody's like, we don't know which one it is featuring which one. Oh, come on, now we got vocal. Come on. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, um, Amy. They did say the hurt is turning into hope. More to come. My favorite thing, and now every conversation you have is honest and authentic. Like you see it all the time, an honest conversation. What does that even mean? Before they weren't. They were all like, We're doing light. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing complete fabrications. And So Lady A, I just searched it on the streaming, and both pop up. The first one that pops up in mine, probably because I'm a country music fan, is Lady A, the band. But Lady A, the artist, she, does, she has almost no, by the way, I'm looking at her streams. Mm-hmm. Only one song has... Over 1,000 streams. So, like I said, it's not her main thing, but she's actually pretty good. Eh. Okay, what else you got? Well, Alex Trebek is 80 years old, and for the last year, he's been treated for stage four pancreatic cancer, been hosting Jeopardy for 35 years. So out of necessity, producers are kind of like, okay, we need to think about who's going to be the host of Jeopardy one day. Not right now, but one day. And they... uh, they didn't really put out a list, but Jeopardy fans did of who they always would, go with who the fans think you should hire. <laughs> who Can they you would imagine like if we did that. <laughs> oh. uh, the short list includes Ryan Seacrest, okay. Jeff Goldblum, and Will Ferrell, who used to parody Trebek on Saturday Night oh, Live. This is funny. just a message board, though, right? Of people saying stuff. Yeah, it's nothing official. Okay. I think, uh, but you know, there's no new Jeopardy shows right now because Alex has been in lockdown because of coronavirus. So they're just doing reruns through the 4th of July. They have no new episodes and they can't until he coronavirus goes away or he feels comfortable. They figure out a way to do it. Uh, so, but when it does return, Alex is going to be the host. But well, who will it be when he doesn't? My suggestion would be not to grab a, a permanent host immediately. I think Ken Jennings would be a funny idea, a good idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. Because you know, people know him. He's pretty funny. He obviously is super smart. He's with the brand already. Uh, someone like that would be great. Mm-hmm. But I think that what they need to do for about a year is run guest host for a week. Uh, when Harry Carey died, because he sang the seventh inning stretch in Chicago with yeah. the Cubs. 
and I'm a massive Cubs fan, but they didn't bring someone in. They still don't have somebody in, but they're like, we can't replace that. So the initial idea was just every game have somebody different do it. Now it's just been the tradition. Somebody does it different every game, but it was like, we're not going to replace them right now. We kind of need to cleanse people's palate under what they think is right. So when something new comes Mm -hmm. along. Because 35 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would think they, they switch it out for a while. Like remember when, um, Kelly Ripa was looking for a host. They had a oh, new yeah. person all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And you were on there. <laughs> you were one of them. You were a fill-in. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> You're like, that You're was a long at time ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was. But that was so fun. That's amazing, We all went man. to New York and cheered you on and got to sit in the crowd. And I think it would be funny if I ever went to do that show now being interviewed for like my Nat Geo show or American Idol and to, to see if one, if she would even remember. Oh, yeah. And then two, to have a picture then. I mean, like, well, this is me hosting the show back in the day. Because that, that was a crazy time for sure. Totally. Yeah, what else you got? Uh, so get this. Ford is releasing a new Bronco next month, and they're doing it on O.J. Simpson's birthday. On so is that or just, accident? Well, we don't know. But is it coincidence? I would think it's not a coincidence. Okay, so uh, his birthday is July 9th, and he's turning 73 years old. And on that day, Ford will be releasing a new Bronco, which... I love Broncos. A Bronco was my very first car ever. And you're a huge OJ, OJ Simpson fan. So. No, oh. I'm not. But I do find it to be uh, comical. But then not, because he's a murderer-ish. Well, uh, not uh, civil. Yeah, I civil, know, that's what civil. I mean. Civil he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's smart for them, because we would never bring up in a conversation that a new Bronco is coming out unless they... I did might, because didn't they discontinue the but Bronco? But you wouldn't. And it I'd wouldn't be, like, be in the pile of stories, I promise you. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't. All right, Amy, that's it. Yeah, maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this bride, Crystal Edwards, she was supposed to get married on May 23rd, like a legit wedding. She had her big gown and everything. Well, all that got scratched because of coronavirus. So her and her husband, they decided to do a super small ceremony. The big dress didn't really seem necessary anymore. So now she's married, but she's like, what do I do with this big dress that I wanted to wear? So now she is donating it to an essential worker or someone in the military because she knows how much they have sacrificed and they deserve to have something nice on their wedding day. How do we get our hands on that dress? You need it? Hmm, I don't know. Okay. Is this, uh, does it say? Maybe somebody's well, she listening. Well, she lives in Hamden, Virginia, and she's looking for someone who will be perfect for the dress. Hmm. Her name's Ham- Crystal Edwards. All right. Hampton Roads? Yeah, Hampton. maybe. Possibly. Hampton, Virginia. Hampton? All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. Well, look, look at her. Glad, she, glad she's doing that. I wonder how much that dress... What if they passed that dress around? Like, then somebody wore it and donated it. Then that somebody nice. wore it and yeah. donated it. It just depends on... I guess you can take it out and take it back in depending on different sizes. Well, yeah, because I give Eddie clothes. Do you ever take that those clothes in and out or no? I got, I got one of my suits. Um, what do you call it? Um, tailored. Tailored, yeah. yeah. So that was taken out. How much did that cost? It's not expensive. It's less than 100 bucks. Oh, it was that expensive? It, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's... A, but when you 50, think you're 60. getting a whole new suit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure. I just didn't know. Better than buying a new suit. Absolutely. Oh. All right. Anyway, great. What's her name again? Crystal Edwards. Crystal Edwards. That's what it's all about. Nice job. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. Time for the morning corny. Amy? The morning corny. What can you steal and not get in trouble? What can you steal and not get in trouble? Second base. <laughs> oh, nice. 
That was the Morning Corny. Coming up at 9 Central, Army Sergeant Christopher Biggs was our guest yesterday. He was injured as he was serving in Iraq. He's a Purple Heart recipient. Lost his left leg because of an explosion. Had traumatic brain injury. And our goal is to buy and build him a house. We're going to build it specifically based on his needs. And by we, I mean us. You listening, us in this room, but mostly you listening. So 9 Central... BobbyBones.com, get your Pimp and Joy patriotic line. The message of Pimp and Joy is all about finding joy for yourself and, and in yourself for others. And we just, uh, 100% of the proceeds are going to go to help build a hero a home. So nine central on that. It, listen, it could sell out. I don't know. We only have a limited, limited some stuff, right? Yeah, some, the tie-dye, which is, and dad hats, which people are freaking out over, are limited. So. Limited. You want to get there. Other what? stuff you, if you want to support, I don't want anybody to freak out that maybe they won't be able to support. But some limited. Of, some of the new stuff that we're excited about, limited. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's a dad hat? A, uh, it's like, well, our other pimp and joy hats are more like the mesh backing and flatter rim and bigger. But the dad hat, I was wearing it earlier this week. It's like, it's more fitted. They're in right now. I don't know what that is. Eddie, mm. you're a dad. I mean, I guess it's just kind of flat. It's not like a trucker hat that sticks straight up. Mm. Scuba Steve has on yeah. a dad hat. Steve, sh- oh, it's like, like a that. cloth hat on top. Yes, just like that. That's okay. a dad. That's All what. Right. I mean, I don't like the name. I don't whatever. like the name either. <laughs> oh, I do. They're Makes so it sound cute. Not cool. Right? Yeah. Oh well, let's name it something else then. <laughs> right, here is Sierra from Philly. Morning, studio. My husband and I listen to your show every single day. I just wanted to tell you how much we love it. And we listen during dinner. So if you could give him a little shout out, that would be awesome. If he doesn't know I'm calling. Hi, Matt. Love you. <laughs> Bye, show. Thank you for everything you do. I hope she doesn't tell him this is coming and they're just listening to the show. And Matt's like, what in the world? <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another question for Amy. Yes, I was wondering if Amy's daughter got her pig for her birthday. Thank you. Uh, no, no pig, and she's already changed her mind. She doesn't want a pig, so good thing we didn't get her a pig because yeah. that would have been awful. Yeah, anything alive is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I selfishly wanted a pig too, so I was really pushing for it, probably more so than she was, but I'm glad we pumped the brakes on that. So no pig, what'd you end up getting her for her birthday? Oh, she got... I mean, ho- like a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> a hoverboard? Yeah? Yeah. Li- do you ride it? Oh, boy. Oh, have you me? been on it? No, oh, okay. she wants me to so badly, but I won't get on. But the kids, they ride it like a, like nothing. They just hop on like they're walking their two little feet. When I ru- uh, run around the, the the park, people, those kids ride those hoverboards like crazy. Mm-hmm. That's an ACL tear waiting to happen on it's me. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Eddie, your kids, are they still playing baseball? So, no. they The season got canceled again, which you, you remember I came on and talked about how I was worried about the season starting. So, I guess the cities just hasn't won't get out of phase two. So, they're like, it, we really could start it if we wanted to, but the league said, no, let's just be safe and not do it. How do you feel about that? Safe, good. I feel good because I was a little worried about it, but at the same time, man, we need something for these kids to do. They're, they're, they're driving each other nuts. So what do you do? Something. Do you put them like a YMCA camp that they're doing outside? They're doing that? Not that I know of. I mean, uh, we haven't really looked at any of that, but maybe something outdoors if it's safe, yeah. I bet so many parents are experiencing what you are experiencing right now. I agree. Because they've been at home, no school even, to get out energy. Yeah, I mean, and, and I felt for a long time we had a pretty good sized backyard. I mean, it, now I'm just like, there's not enough room for these kids at all. Sometimes to tire my dog, I just throw a ball. 
and he runs and gets it and brings nope. it back. That no, I do, I do the same thing with the boys. Yeah. See, Amy? <laughs> Wait, that works? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Do a frisbee, same thing. Do you, do you time them, but you can't run and get it and come back. <laughs> we do have a baseball game where it's like, all right, let's see how fast everybody can throw the ball to each other. And then I go inside to get a drink, and they're still doing it. I'm like, great, that's a good hour. I saw that Hertz had filed bankruptcy and they're selling their fleet of cars. You know what Hertz is, right? Mm-hmm. Rental car place. So I thought, why would anyone buy one of these? Because these cars have been abused for years. Like, I get in a rental car, and I don't trash it, but I don't care as much. Correct. I'm not going to be inconsiderate, but I'm not going to consider as much. <laughs> and I thought, man, would I want to buy a car that other folks has, have used in a not-so-proper manner? How do you treat a rental car? Normal? Honestly, I've never rented a car, I don't think. You myself. haven't? I mean, my husband has. Mm-hmm. But me as an adult, um, I don't I, treat it as good as our borrowing Eddie's car. Right, because it's not yours. If I borrow Eddie's car, I'm treating it better than mine. But if you turn it back in and there's something wrong, they charge you. Well, so. it's not always the, the, the cosmetic stuff. Sometimes it's like, let's drive it forward and throw it in reverse, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never what? do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, 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 no. I would never do that, but sometimes you just wonder stuff. <laughs> and it's not even so much about me. It's like idiot friends. Because oh, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, trash anything. But I looked up some of the stuff. You can get a 2020 Audi A3 for $25,000. It only has 5,000 miles on it. Wow. Oh. So it is, they are actually cheaper than you would get a normal used car. There's a 2020 BMW 330i sedan for $28,000. It sounds like I'm doing a car commercial. (laughs) But it only has 3,000 miles on it. So at the very top of the list, and it's all up. You can see all of this. They're all selling. A BMW 7 Series, which has an average cost of $42,000, but it's even marked down from that. So my point is, if you're near these cars, I think you could save some money and buy them from Hertz. My initial response was, no way I'd buy a rental car, but I, they all look pretty good. Mm-hmm. If Do you think people that rent these nice cars, though, treat them better because they're used to having nice cars? That's a thing, too. Or are people renting them that don't normally have nice cars uh-huh. that want to rent a nice car? <laughs> But I would think you wouldn't want to pay the extra money if you don't normally pay the extra money. I just know when I was extremely broke, I was not ever jumping up in class to fake it because I couldn't afford it. Do people ever rent cars just to, you know, take a girl out or impress a girl? I've never met anyone She she doesn't notice that it has the, you know, Enterprise sticker. (laughs) The no smoking sticker on the window. (laughs) (laughs) One time Lunchbox rented a Corvette for his high school reunion. Yeah, my uh, 10-year high school reunion, I rented a Corvette, and uh, and it ended up being at a bar where there was no parking lot, so I had to drive around the block three or four times just so people could see me in the Corvette. Then I had to park in the parking garage. So embarrassing. (laughs) My point is, and I'm not selling any kind of car. I don't work for Hertz in any way. I actually do endorsements for car places. But if you go to the Hertz website, you can actually see some cars there that are marked down a little bit because they have to sell everything. It's not a bad idea. I'm looking at Hertz's Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and Bentleys because they rent these. Oh. How much? Start at just $1,500 per day, and then cost $3 for every mile over the 75-mile limit. Are they selling those too? I didn't see them on the site, no. Oh. But I just looked at the rental there. Because if I can get one of those for, you know, twenty grand, i am in. Exactly. I'm always curious <laughs> about how much things are rented or mortgages on place. Like, I looked up the yeah. Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani mortgage on their house. Ooh, and I did the calculation. Oh, I got to remember. It was about $70,000 a month. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That's insane. But they probably don't pay a mortgage, right? They just pay cash. Oh, they, they bought it cash, you think? I, my guess would be. Do you remember how much the Blake Shelton Gwen Stefani house went for? Mm-mm. Was it like twenty million or something? Hey, Mike, pull that up for him if you don't mind. Because it was their first house they bought together, and people are like, "Well, they're going to get married after Corona." 
we, we thought they were going to get married forever. Leave them alone, by the way. <laughs> 13. 13 million? Yeah, so they bought this $13 million house, and then I did the calculator, and yeah. it seemed like it was about $70,000 a month if you wanted to mortgage that thing. This is what you do on your oh. spare time? Well, I just like Crunch to figure the things out. Just... <laughs> What's the interest rate? <laughs> I did it at normal interest rate right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. I do that, and I'll watch TV shows. Good see times. who the actors are from the 90s, and then go search them out and find them now. You're crazy. And then sometimes I go find their Instagram page and send them a DM. Like, hey, I was watching you from a show of 1997. Oh, cool. You did a great job. Because I feel like they probably could use a little, little support, you know? All right. Did you see the eBay story that came out? No. So some executives at eBay have been charged with harassing a couple who criticized the company in a newsletter. So they sent them a bloody pig mask, cockroaches. <gasps> nice. What? They sent more stuff to their house. Yeah, a handful of former eBay workers have now been charged in an elaborate harassment campaign against the husband and wife team behind a newsletter they simply didn't like. Can you imagine if we harassed everybody who wrote bad stuff about us? <laughs> That's a lot of people. I would spend all day just chasing people down on Instagram. By the way, I've shut my comments down. I mentioned it on the show. You can't post. There's no comments on my Instagram because I'm tired of people fighting about it, fighting about anything I post. Like I posted a picture of the Army Sergeant we're trying to build a house for today. I said, hey, we're trying to build a house. Be sure to listen to today's show, 9 Central, Pimp and Joy on sale. He lost his leg in an explosion in Iraq. Traumatic brain injury. But I turned the comments off because somehow people are going to find a way to fight over that. By the way, 9 Central, be sure bobbybones.com. <laughs> Get in, buy your Pimp and Joy yeah. stuff. Let's build them a house. Anyway, they did a campaign against these uh, newsletter writers, and they just sent a bunch of stuff. And a, a bloody pig pig's That's mess. That's so mm. disgusting. Isn't that weird? Like they would hold a grudge like that. Someone who could rise as an executive, be really smart in a lot of ways, make a lot of great decisions in yeah. a lot of ways, but then do that like a six-year-old. Well, and then that there's multiple because you would think that one of them would say, "Hey guys, we hey Chris, probably." I don't know. The do bloody this. pig mask is a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> no one said that. Right. <laughs> I don't get it. I saw that online, and then I saw the social media debate going right now. Right now, about how much is too much salt to put on fries. There was a woman's photo with tons of salt, and it went viral. Do you put salt on your fries? I normally don't need to. I would rather dip them in ketchup. I hope, as long as there's salt already on them, which at a restaurant there is, mm -hmm. and I like to dip them in ketchup. That's my thing. Yeah, I don't put salt on fries. Anybody salty? No. No. Nope. They usually have enough. I would yeah. think so, too. And salt also makes me feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel yourself exploding. Like extra mm -hmm. salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a picture. I mean, she is. I feel like I don't need salt or pepper in my food ever. I feel like it's always pretty flavorful. That's good then. Why? Why is that good? Just because you know, and that's how you cook. You want to cook with that right kind of taste. If you salt it too much, then or there's not enough salt, and people have to put salt on it, you failed as a cook. Mm. Well, yes. I think people's tastes are different because I go to a restaurant and I want a one steak sauce on my steak, and people say you're insulting the chef. You are insulting. I'm the not. I just like a <laughs> Eddie. You could give me the <laughs> finest piece of meat. No, and you'll still do you it? You could give me Wagyu from Portugal. Yeah, okay. I don't even know if that's good. I just, <laughs> I've seen it before. But I would say I'd like some A1 with that, please. And I wouldn't cover it, but I'd put it on the side, and then I would dip it in. Yeah. Because A1 makes it better. It doesn't care how good it is. It can get better with A1. But you've been doing this since you were a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. A1 on everything. We Sometimes we'd eat hamburgers and put A1 on it. If we didn't have mustard, couldn't go to the grocery mm -hmm. store, we'd put A1 sauce on it. I wonder if that's a southern thing. I would bet that it is. Raymundo, in Michigan, did you guys do A1 on everything? Yeah, my dad did all the time, and oh. he is northern to the core. Oh, maybe not then. Hey, Ray, I was thinking about you because you're a twin. There are 18-year-old identical triplets in the Netherlands who are going viral because you can't tell them apart. 
but I was thinking about you because you and your brother look nothing alike. Correct. We're fraternal, so we don't really have too much similar between us at all. How tall are you? I'm 5'7". He's well over six feet. <laughs> Sorry, man. Mm. That's the friction. And you guys don't really talk. We don't, and he's also now busy with family. He's got a job where we work different shifts, so that could be the reason for it. But you haven't talked in years. We haven't, but I mean, there's been times where we've rekindled a flame. We're like, hey, bro, how's it going? But then he ended up getting the family, did a shotgun wedding, and and he's very busy with his job. He's working well over 50 hours a week. Rekindle the flame sounds romantic. In a brotherly sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is he part of the wedding wedding party? No, but he'll be very involved. I'd like him oh. to get up and give a speech. Oh, oh. So have you oh, already was asked that him? Ray's no, smiling. I need to. Was that dramatic that he's not in the wedding party? I think he assumed he was going to be, but then I just bluntly said, no, unfortunately you're not. That's right. But I mean, yeah, it's fine. I mean, You're he knows twin. it now. You're twin. Is he going to Vegas? Just because people said, people told me my dad needed to be a groomsman. I mean, where do you get these rules and laws from? Um, <laughs> society has deemed them to be appropriate. Yeah, no you don't pressure. always have to, right? You're not that close. Right. Well, how'd that conversation go with your brother? Did you call him? Uh, I think my mom had said, hey, does he need to get one of the groomsman type suits? And I oh. said, oh, I'll message him and tell him that he's not. And how? what do you write on that message? Uh, if I'm trying to remember correctly, it was something like, hey, man, no hard feelings. Uh, ended up just going with some guys near me here because you're so far away. It works out better because uh, we're going to be doing some of the events together leading up to the wedding. Oh, man. Um, I'm sorry. You, you <laughs> didn't have a wedding. I wasn't even in his, so... But you're holding that against him. I mean, a little you bit. You said that to him? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't give me that privilege. Why do I need to give it to him? Got him. Okay. Interesting. Tip now we're tack. even. Got yeah, it. now we're even, baby. Okay. All right. And I like it was just a text. Dang, what did he say back? What was the text back? <laughs> was it bubble a few times? He didn't know what to, Bubble gone. Bubble gone. No, he just said it's cool. Uh, and I believe he even said it, it's going to be difficult for me to make the wedding. So there no we go. Way. Oh, oh, no. No. This is crazy. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Your twin brother may not come to your wedding? It was in the heart of Corona, and there's mm. quarantines, okay. and some people don't want to leave states. So, but now you need to send cool. him a note to let him know about the speech. Rekindle that flame. Right. Yeah. I know, and I also need to send him the save to date and see if it works But for also, him. what speech? Is he going to have free reign with what to say? Because I don't know what he's going to say. As my twin brother, I want him to kind of roast me or say some funny stuff about me. That would be an enjoyable part of the wedding. Okay. Huh. <laughs> he's oh like, boy. so, I'm surprised I'm even here right Listen, now. Listen, <laughs> I can tell you, I haven't seen this guy since 1997. Oh, wow. L laugh track. No, When's the last time you guys hung out, hung out? Uh, He came down randomly two months ago. He was going to Disney before coronavirus, and we went to Outback together. Has anyone ever met him? No. Oh, I think I met him. Did I meet him, Ray? At the walk? I met him at the walk, right? I was going to say, very memorable there. Yeah. <laughs> he, does, he looks nothing like Ray. Sometimes you forget you're talking to Ray's twin. And he's very quiet. He almost just seems like a distant cousin. But also, <laughs> it seems like a distant cousin to you. Yes, yeah. Wow. All right. Amy, anything you want to say about that? No, I just, I guess we'll look for, we'll look for the update on how he accepts his new honor of giving a speech. And if he wants to read a Bible verse, there's other things he can do to be involved. You can give him busy work at the wedding, is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> what about an usher? Could he be an usher? Oh, sure. It's a small church. Don't know if you need ushers. Flower yeah. girl? <laughs> That's already taken. All right. He doesn't listen Catering. to the show, right? Oh. Okay. Oh, he doesn't at all? No, is I mean. Is he jealous? He works at a lumber mill and listens to heavy metal. I don't think that he's got the show planned. Is he jealous that you have a job? Because he has a real job. Yeah. Like, that's what real hardworking people do. 
Like we just kind of come in here and bebop around. Is he jealous that you, you have one of those jobs? He's honestly not. Uh, with overtime, I mean, I, I think he's very happy because he didn't finish college. He went a couple years. I think he couldn't be more satisfied with what he's making now in his life. All right. All right. That was awesome. <laughs> Boy, that's the October wedding. Where This is just another layer constantly. Ray's wedding just unfolds. It's like it you really look at is. it and it's a duck, but it's origami and all the paper just slowly starts to unfold. This is, wow. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Jacob Roberts was out doing some exploring, just walking around in the wilderness when all of a sudden here comes a dog. He's like, man, I don't like dogs. Dogs chase him. He starts running, running, and he falls down a well, 13 feet into a well and fractures his leg. And he's just stranded there for six days. Oh, I think I say six hours. He's going to be like, dang. I know. Six days. All right. And he just keeps yelling, help, help, whenever you'd hear noises. And luckily some woman was walking through there. Called authorities, got him out of there. He t- was taken to the hospital, but he's got a broken leg, but he's alive. Six days. Gosh, that's crazy. Did he have, like, any ketchup in his pocket? <laughs> or like, water? Awesome. Yeah. Water? You need water. Wow. What's his name again? Jacob Roberts. Where does he live? I don't know where he lives. I just know he fell in a well 13 feet deep after running from a dog, go roof, roof, trying to get him. So if he was in a well, he maybe had water? Yeah, it looks like the well had water. Yeah, it does. Oh, that's, that's, I mean, good. It didn't look that's good, because you can go weeks without food, but only three to five days without water. Yeah. Did, Is did that La- true? Did Lassie? Yeah, it's true. Huh? Yeah, Google Is it. Is Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. You know Mark Ruffalo, the guy that plays Incredible Hulk in the New Avengers? Yeah. It looks like Raymundo, our audio producer. Like, that's the celebrity doppelganger of you. Thank you. Yeah, it's Mark Ruffalo. Wouldn't we guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, Mark pretty Ruffalo. much. He is playing, I know this much is true, a character on that for H- an HBO show. And what he's doing every day is 500 push-ups a day. Whoa. So the challenge is, could we do 500 push-ups a day for a week? Who? And, like, all of us. <laughs> like combined? I, yeah. Yeah, it's all day. Like, you don't do it at once, your, your arms will die. But at, all throughout the day, you have to do 500 push-ups every single day. No. Uh, you don't, don't think you could do it? I don't want to. No, well, we don't want to do international market challenge tomorrow, but we're going to eat food from the international market. This is true. So how many t- how many breaks what. is that of like twenty is where I like I can do twenty and then I'm like okay I need to take a break so I would have to do it in sets of twenty mm-hmm. probably twenty five sets to make it easy the math easier well I yeah, would say so like, twenty times five is a hundred so ten would be two hundred so f- yes four, yeah four you'd anyway. be doing push ups all day anyway well here's right, my thing every hour <laughs> and you can't sleep honor honor <laughs> system okay. If you do 50, every day that you do 500 push-ups, I'll donate 20 bucks to the charity of your choice. Every day we do 500 push-ups. So if you do it for a week, that would be $140. A working week or full week? Seven days? Five days? And you're talking like we have to do them on our own. Like I don't do 100, Eddie does 100. No, 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 it's no, no, like, no. Oh. Yeah. no, no, no. You have to it, through a day do Got 500, it. and it's on our system, so I'll just trust that you do it. What What if we have to do? Shouldn't we do like video or something? Like what some if kind we of make it just to 450? What a bummer. That's not 500. No, 500. <laughs> I know, but I mean, and it's mostly just to come in and see if you could do it. Yeah. And see how much it is. 500 a day. Who Who's in? I'm I'm in. I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. All right, and every we'll, day, every day you do it, like, twenty I, bucks will go to the charity of your yes, choice. Yes, I love that encouragement, but um, we'll see how that first day goes. Okay, who Raymundo, you in? Yeah, definitely in. Trying to figure out a way that I can record myself. Yeah, Ray you don't have to record do it yourself. in his sleep. I'm sure. 
I believe it'd be more interesting, though, for people to yes, see. Yes, and Bones, really, Lunchbox could easily lie. I don't lie, Eddie. That's the problem. We'll be able to know if he does his biceps. He's been doing it for a month and he still looks skinny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I get that. That's that's fair enough. (laughs) Quick roll call. Who's in? Raymundo, our producer's in. I. Morgan. Yeah, I'll attempt it. Five hundred a day, Eddie. Let's see how day one goes. I'm in. Amy. You feel like a bad person. Do it, Amy. Come on. I'll just try. try. If you fail, then you fail. I don't want to fail, so I'd rather not do it, but okay, I'll try. Sure. Lunchbox? Oh, I'll try. Heck yeah. Okay, no and problem. I'm One, two, three. There's six of us. And you too, right? Yeah, yeah, there's six yeah. of us. Hey, uh, we may not be able to move the next day. If I do 500 bones, yeah, I'm out the next like, day. Like, I'm physically... I may call in sick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bones, I can't move my arms. So, but if we all do it, so each day I'll be down 120 bucks of charity, right? Uh-huh. Times... We doing seven? Yeah, seven. Right? So then we'll do, it'll be, I'll be, I mean, I'm down a lot of money. That's good. It's all for charity, though. This is good. Yeah. It's <laughs> over It'll eight, go to over, good places. Over $800. You guys can cost me money. And I don't want to have to pay that, uh-huh. but I will if you can do it. All right. So tomorrow, we'll get an update. Yes. And we Morgan? Can be- I have a question. Go ahead. Can we do... Our knees push-ups, or do they have to be full push-ups? Excuse me? Oh, great question. Girl push-ups, what they call them. I don't, but some do. <laughs> yeah, it's just on your knees. Yes. But they, they still I hurt. don't. They still do the same thing. Yeah, and if, and if she can do it, Bones, I'm doing no, it. No, no, no. I can do it, too. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay. No, I, it's okay. I, I, don't just, think, I, I don't think girls are weaker than guys when it comes to fitness. Correct. So I'm going to say no. Everybody keep up with it. Do you want to start tomorrow or do you want to start? What day? Uh, tomorrow. We, we come in. We do it today, but we come in tomorrow. So you're saying tomorrow or today? Those are the options. That's the. No, well, well or no, give no. us a month to train. Or we could start. <laughs> well, I should have started right Monday. when I woke up. We I could, mean, we could exactly. Start, we could start on Sunday and then come in on Monday with it. I like that. Okay. No, never mind. Just start today. Start today. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm be just, done by. Well, tomorrow on the show will be the first day if I'm going to push As soon as you hit commercial break, we're, I'm going to start pushing up. <laughs> right? We have to. There's no way. Mark Ruffalo did 500 push-ups a day to play a twin for HBO's I Know This Much Is True. He went all in for his latest role. Quote, I guess you could say he was always a little bit hangry that, uh, of his diet, which also included only 1,000 calories a day in order to lose 20 oh, pounds. So we're going to do that too? No. no, no. <laughs> we're on a bad mood and sore. <laughs> okay. Here's what we're okay, going to do. Because, hold on, hold on. Because tomorrow is... International market day. We bring in stuff for international market. <laughs> oh, man. Because that's tomorrow. The first day you need to come in with your push-up challenge results is Friday. So you have to do them Thursday. Thursday to Friday, okay? Okay. The first day we'll talk about it is Friday, which means we're going Thursday to Thursday on doing the push-ups. Okay. Okay? Okay. Deal. So we're good on today. Yes. But then on tomorrow's show will be the day you have to do them. Okay. So we, can we start today? No, because <laughs> I'm All right, just, just check what? it. Okay. What, why are you confused? Don't do them today. You can do it tomorrow. Got it. Okay. All right. That's that. Oh, yeah. There's a special appearance inside this next interview. All right, here we go. go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Tyler Farr. Right now we have Tyler Farr with us. And uh, I want to play a few of your number ones before we get into some of the new music talk here. But here is Redneck Crazy. Here is whiskey in my water. When the sun goes down, it'll get a little hotter, 
And here is Guy Walks Into a Bar. It goes a guy walks into a bar, orders a drink, sees a girl that catches his eye, asks her So you put out a whole EP, which is a bunch of songs, the first like body of work you put out since 2015. So basically five years. What in the world took so long? It really wasn't about taking long. I mean, honestly, I was, uh, I've been looking forward to putting out new music for a while because, like you said, it's been since 2015 when Suffering Peace, when the album came out, my last project, and Guy Walks in a Bar. So it's been five years ago. It feels like 20 years. And I wanted to be with the right producer and the right label. You know, Aldine, he was over at his house and he had mentioned it and I, you know, kind of thought he was joking because that's not, you know, usually something you bring up while you're having tea. And, uh, or cocktails, whatever. Um, but it's not like, hey, I'll start a label, I'll sign you tomorrow. You know, that's not, usually something that just gets thrown out there. So, but he was uh, serious and I signed. Is Jason there with you right now? Yeah, you want to talk to the producer? It's not every day you got the producer right there next to the artist. Let me talk to the head of Night Train Records for a second, Jason Aldean. <laughs> Let me put you on here as the CEO. All right. Hey, what's up, Bobby? Hey, so why in the world would you uh, invest in Tyler Farr? Man, we went out on tour for a couple of years, just hit it off. And I, I just always thought from the, you know, from Redneck Crazy, the first time I heard that, uh, I just thought he had a really unique thing about his voice. And, and just, you know, I think in Nashville, people are always saying, you know, you know what sets you apart from everybody else? And I think for him, it's, it's pretty easy to, to hear it when he's singing. So I just thought he always had a really cool thing about his voice. And I always thought that when the songs were right, it was, it was really, really cool. And I felt like, you know, for a while there, he had, kind of gotten off track of what it is that he does best and and really for me you know signing him and, and talking to him I mean I feel like I know him as well as anybody and I felt like you know we could get in the studio and record stuff that was that was him that kind of got back to to what it is that I felt like he does the best and and so uh that was that was really the main thing when you're producing him will you tell him hey dude let's go a little higher here or will you be like hey we need more guitar like what does Jason Aldean the producer do um well I mean I'm in there uh, you know for me it's it's songs. I mean, finding songs is a big part of it. So no, I mean, for me, it's finding songs. I mean, that's a, that's a huge part of it for me is, is finding songs that I feel like are right. And then going in, you know, on the tracking side of things, making sure the, the music is, is cool and edgy. And then on vocals, I mean, I, I kind of beat him up pretty good in there, cutting vocals and making sure vocals were right. You're betting on him, though. You're, Jason Aldean is betting on Tyler Farr. I am, and I, you know, I think uh, I think Tyler's a great artist, man. I, I think he's a, a great singer and, and great live performer. All right, there he is, CEO of Night Train Records and producer to Tyler Farr. Hey, Jason, good to talk to you. You too, man. Here's right. Tyler. Hey, listen, in my house is all yard noises. I work from home most of the time, and now that I'm, it's just all the time. So, <laughs> hey, let me ask you this: I saw on Instagram you were turkey hunting. Uh, how's that going? Uh, well, season's over. And uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, my wife was ready for turkey season to end. Oh my gosh, she was. She, I heard her saying it when she was on her knees praying before bed one night. Please, Lord, <laughs> make turkey season end early. My house looks like a redneck frat house. With your beef jerky laying on the table, cans of dip, Mountain Dews. I mean, <clears throat> I had buddies. Three of my buddies from Real Tree staying at my house for two weeks. Hey Tyler, good to talk to you, bud. Uh, when everything gets back to normal, I'd love to see you again and. Uh, be safe down there. Tell Jason I say hello. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right, see you, dude. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. Always good talking with Tyler Farr. That is the last episode of the Bobbycast. What we did is play a little bit of the podcast there. Um, he has a new song out called Only Truck in Town. Spotlight artist in the country. You heard Jason Aldean. Blah, blah, blah. But you can hear that full conversation up on the Bobbycast. That was just a little snippet of it. 
Search BobbyCast wherever you listen to podcasts. I was listening to Scotty McCreary talk about his wife getting onto him because the two things that she's annoyed with him for are leaving the cap off the toothpaste and leaving the toilet seat up. Uh, for me, I'm good on those, but I just we just constantly are having a hot air, cold air thing. Like, I need it to be freezing. And to me, it's not freezing. It's normal. <laughs> but she's just constantly just cold, cold, cold. And if it's normal, for me, I, need, I like 68, 69. You do. Uh, I mean, this studio is 65. Oh, yep, so and cold. we hate it. So cold. All of us. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I start to go, I start to realize it's not her, because everywhere I go, people are upset at me. For the I think it could just be you, man. You like it really cold. I like it cold because I got to be quick. I got to think. You got to be sharp when you're cold, because when I'm hot, I'm like this. <laughs> uh, so that's what we kind of argue about, if we argue. But I was there's a whole story about thermostat wars. How important is room temperature to you, Amy? Very important. What is your perfect room temperature? Like 72. Ooh, Sahara. Wow. That's warm. Yeah, I don't need it on, but it's a war for me to keep it at 72 because my husband puts it at 75. Half, oh, wow. You guys aren't going the opposite way. We're, no, we're he's down like, below. he says we're wasting money. And I say mm. we're, we're being normal. Uh, half people say they've gotten to a fight with their significant other about room temperature. Yes. Which seems a little low. This is how long the average American can stand the heat before finally turning on the AC. Nearly half of Americans wouldn't be with someone who didn't have the same thermostat etiquette as them. Eddie, how are you and your wife with thermostat etiquette? We both agree at 75. Wow, we like it so hot. hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thermostat etiquette is real. And according to a poll of 2,000 Americans, arguments over thermostats are serious enough that nearly one in four Americans have ended a relationship or friendship because of it. Well, that seems what? a little harsh. But you guys are still early in your relationship. Hey, we're... Seven months in? Wow, that's crazy. Just got to be seven months in? That's pretty good. That is really good. You think that'll end it? The thermostat? No. Uh, Can you imagine? <laughs> that's what breaks it. <laughs> no, because it would have already. She just had it with me. Um, according to a new survey, the average amount of hot days we can take before we turn the AC on is five. Wow. Now, it's already hot where we are. Hot, mm-hmm. hot. But in the Northeast, I have friends are like, no, nah, we're not turning the air conditioner on yet. We're not, we're not even going there yet. Uh, 55% people say they feel defeated when it finally comes on, like they've given in to the air conditioning. That they've given in to the air conditioning gods. Yeah. But I like it cold, man. And it really hasn't affected... I have a, a pretty good it's like central air system. It doesn't really affect the bill that much, a degree. Does your house? Apparently, according to my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What's going on today? Just prepping for my big move later this week. I feel like that's all I'm doing is trying to clean out and organize so that way when we move stuff into the new house, it's not a nightmare unpacking. Makes it a little easier. Are you decluttering hard? Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some stuff I I know when we moved into this house, I wanted to hold on to stuff for whatever reason. I've been in this house four years and I haven't touched it once. So I feel like that is my okay to finally donate it or get rid of it in some way, shape, or form, right? Like, if I haven't touched it... Marie Kondo would. It'd bring joy to your life. Get rid of it. Right. I hold it up close to me, and I say, has has this brought me joy? And if I decide not, I thank it for its time with me, and I let it go. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? I'll do with all you guys. Cool. Funny. If you don't bring me joy, I thank I you. And I liked you, you for a little bit, but you, you no go. longer you don't bring me joy anymore. Let me know about that before I move. Okay. You know, yesterday I was reading you guys some of the jokes I did on the CMA Stake. Yeah. yeah. It's my show of super easy trivia, but I let them have it. It's going to be on this thing they're, they're announcing. And 
Maybe they've already announced it. But it was a country artist. And while I got word that I might have offended one of the artists. Oh, no. I didn't mean to. Oh, which one? Uh-oh. Which one do you think? Maybe Michael Ray. No. Uh, Carly Pierce. No. Because she's, uh... No, because that joke was funny. That was... It was, Hey, but... Carly Pierce is here. She's the best thing to happen to Michael Ray since hair gel. It's funny. That's funny. Nobody got hurt. To Michael both Ray wears hair gel. I know, but somebody could get offended. Michael Ray knows he wears a lot of hair gel. So who... <laughs> give, give a hint. Well, I'll just tell you. I'll just read you the joke. Okay. okay. Well, here's what happened. I get on and there are eight... So I do this game show called Super Easy Trivia. Questions are so easy. It's like on the radio show, we play easy trivia, but I do pictures and it gets harder at the very end. We get a champion, I donate to somebody's charity. So, but this time there are eight people and the celebrities always have jokes about them. So I had with Rita Wilson, hey look, it's Tom Hanks' second favorite Wilson. That's funny, you got a good laugh. Yeah. Christian Bush from Sugarland. I was like, hey, one half of Sugarland. Some would say the most talented half. I don't say that, but some would. Like that to me is like mild roast to my friends and then the other ones were so nice. I was just, I don't, if I don't know them super well, I'm just very kind. Well, here's what happened. And I, I, so Colby Calais was doing it, but she's in Gone West. I didn't know her partner from Gone West was going to be in the video. I didn't know. They just said Colby Calais was coming on. So I had some Colby. You mean her partner as an ex-boyfriend? No, her partner as in the other girl. Okay, the other girl. I uh, got it. So those okay. two were in the screen. Cool, cool. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you both of you guys were going to be here. I didn't have any Gone West jokes. I just had Colby <laughs> Calais jokes. <laughs> And so, first of all, it was kind of awkward because the other girl from Gone West is there. Mm-hmm. Ray, can you pull up a Gone West clip? Because I'm going to at least pay, pay and do a nice <laughs> treat and promote their albums <laughs> the, out. The least we can do right now. But th- I did oh, not no. think this joke was bad. And I don't even know that they thought. It just didn't get the warmest reception when I said it okay. on the screen. The joke was, Colby Calais trying to do what few people have been able to do. That's going from another genre to country. And she and her band Gone West are crushing it so far. They just put out a new album. She's also doing something else even fewer people have done. Staying friends with someone you broke up with. Oh, oh, oh that's oh, a good one. Oh, oh, that's solid. I oh. didn't think it was that bad. Everybody knows their story. They're still in the band together. Yeah. So you didn't think that was that funny? They just looked at each other sour <laughs> when I said it. They, oh. they went, oh. Maybe that's like a little too soon one where it's like too soon. It is very soon. No, it's not. It was a public story. I'm not I'm not fighting for my joke. <laughs> No, if they're still to, if they're still in the band, then it's an appropriate joke. I really like everybody in that band. Correct. I like everything about everything that happened, and I just didn't think that the joke was off limits because mm-hmm. I'm not. That's not my space to on stage when I'm doing comedy. I don't. I'm not blue. I don't curse, but I'll be funny and take some fun shots at people. I would never do it on a CMA staycation. Mm-hmm. Do you think that joke was over the line? No, I don't. Neither. Thank you, Eddie. No, man. You, it's you funny. act though like it was like. Chris Rock. I'm trying to justify, like, oh, well, how can someone get offended by that? Maybe. Let me read it again. Let me read it again. Okay. okay. Right, Murray, can you put that clip up for me? That music up for me? <laughs> this is Gone West, everybody. Yeah. Yes. And and look, and I didn't even know it was going to be, I, I didn't have anything to say about the other girl. All right, I was like, and and Colby Calais is here. Oh, look, there's two members of Gone West. How about that? Uh, she, Colby Calais is trying to do what few people have been able to do. That's going from another genre to country. And she and her band Gone West are crushing it so far. They just put out a new album. She's also doing something even fewer people have done. That's staying friends with someone you broke up with. <laughs> Morgan, a good joke. you're the girl. I don't think so. If, if he was sitting next to her and they were doing it together, yes, inappropriate. But that wasn't the case. I think I don't, I wouldn't have been offended. Okay. And and her name is Nellie Joy, just to give the Duh. Oh, a Nelly. shout She's out. She's so cool. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Love her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, check out their album. It came out last week. Yes, yes. Give them a little, Good album. Give them a little plug there. They're crushing it. Listen, she's done a few things. I do the joke again. <laughs> <this> prank. <laughs> all right, all right. I do really like them, and I like Colby a lot, too. Okay, that is it.
<laughs> Don't forget tomorrow's show, the International Market Challenge. Yes. Oh, We're just Challenge Central over Lots here. Lots of challenges. Yeah. We have, we'll bring in something from the International Market and somebody <laughs> has to eat it. <laughs> Maybe the way to do this next time is to bring it in and you have it here and you spin a wheel and whoever lands on has to eat it right then. Oh, it's going to be fun. Instead Wait, of drawing names. Do, why, or we could do, huh? Why would we do this again? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Yeah.